Hello everyone, I'm Christopher Tan and welcome to Providence Money Wisdom, an original podcast inspired by my book Money Wisdom, Simple Truths for Financial Wellness. In this podcast, I'll be sharing simple financial truths to guide you in navigating through the minefields of misinformation and false promises in order to achieve financial security and peace of mind. Uncovering the sales tactics behind whole life plans. In the previous episodes, you would have read my stance on whole life insurance vis-a-vis term insurance. The message is simple. Life insurance is meant mainly to protect us against loss of income due to death, disability, or a medical crisis. It is also meant to provide us with sufficient resources to pay for medical expenses. The fact is, There is no need for insurance if we no longer have these needs. When we do not or no longer have dependents or when we are retired and have a sum of money that provides us with lifelong income, we do not need insurance protection against income loss. The only type of insurance that we need for as long as we live is medical expense insurance, which pays for hospital expenses. If we understand this well, we avoid paying hefty premiums year after year and buying something that we do not need. More importantly, we can afford to fully cover all of our insurance needs at a fraction of the cost associated with whole life plans. You have learned some of the reasons that salespeople give when they promote whole life plans. In this episode, I want to present one common tactic used with respect to estate duty. While estate duty in Singapore has been abolished, estate duties may still apply if you have assets in other jurisdictions, and in addition, should estate duty be reinstated in Singapore in the future, you will find what is presented in this episode useful. Insurance as a way to pay estate duty. One of the cleverest ways to sell a whole life plan is to position it as an instrument that provides cash to pay off estate duty in the event of demise. The sales idea is this. Upon death, which can happen anytime, and therefore the need of a whole life plan, the letter of probate or the grant of probate which is needed to release the deceased estate cannot be given by the courts unless estate duty has been paid. But I mean, how does one pay estate duty when all of the monies are still in the unreleased estate? Ah, simple. Buy a whole life policy and nominate your spouse or children as beneficiaries at the onset. According to Section 49L of the Insurance Act in Singapore, as of 1st September 2009, you would have set up a statutory trust, which means that technically speaking, the insurance proceeds will not be stuck with the rest of your estate and your family can use these monies to pay estate duty. Another method is to buy a whole life policy and have your spouse own the policy, also known as a cross-life policy. In the event of demise, the insurance proceeds will be paid to your spouse without the need for probate, and these monies can then be used to pay off estate duty accordingly. These ideas may sound good and on the surface, well, they sound really fine. But unfortunately, they are full of flaws. The estate duty problem is an estate liquidity issue which can be solved by many many other ways. Using insurance as a solution is costly and too simplistic. For a start, 
even if no plan has been put in place and the deceased estate has no ready cash to pay estate duty, the personal representatives of the estate can always submit a special request to the courts to release certain cash assets for the estate duty to be paid before the grant of probate can be extracted. It might seem that buying life insurance and having your spouse own the policy is the most logical solution. The proceeds of the policy go to your spouse directly without incidence of estate duty. However, you need to know that all this will mean losing full control of your insurance as technically the policy no longer belongs to you. Not everyone likes this inflexibility. But really, the point is that there is no need to buy insurance, whole life or not, just to solve the estate duty problem. Well, there's a simpler way to pay estate duty. Well, when we had estate duty, Singapore had one of the lowest, if not the lowest estate duty rates in the world. And this is amongst the countries that had estate duty. Well, it might interest you to know that before estate duty was abolished in Singapore on 15 February of 2008, at 5% for the first or rather estate duty that you need to pay is at 5% for the first $12 million with an exemption of $9 million for residential properties and 600,000 for other assets. The majority of the population would have, or rather would have very few problems with estate duty. To be liable for an estate duty of $50,000 would mean having 1.6 million of other assets upon our demise. As we continue to age, this amount would get smaller as we will likely be drawing on it for retirement. If estate duty is ever reinstated in Singapore, the most practical way to provide for estate duty payment is to set aside an amount, say 50000 in a separate bank account under your spouse's name. Upon your demise, this amount can be used for estate duty payment. Another method is to establish a revocable living trust and have your assets, including your bank account, assigned to this trust. The trustees, which can be anyone you trust, such as your wife or siblings, can use the monies in this trust to pay off estate duty upon your demise. Setting up such trust is easy and inexpensive. For wealthier individuals whose estate duty runs into hundreds of thousands, it would be worthwhile to consider setting up an irrevocable trust. If it is properly set up, assets in the trust should not be dutiable and cash in this trust can also be used to pay off any estate duty that arises from the rest of the estate that is not in this irrevocable trust. From time to time, we may be approached to purchase whole life policies for various reasons. But as we can see, whether it is for protection against loss of income or as part of our estate planning strategies, there are many other better and more cost-effective solutions available to you. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence services, kindly visit Provident.com. I'll see you the next time. All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. 
Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.